Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An Oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or a pleasant contrast. And that is exactly what you will find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This is a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and watch us on YouTube now. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening and watching. Those who are watching on YouTube, appreciate you. Today, we have a returning guest, Miss Ayan. Oh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? <laughs> I hope everyone it's is well. girl. It has been, right? <laughs> girl, it's been some time. For many reasons. I know you've been busy. You've been up to some things. Not even yeah. some things. Lots of things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and let people know what you've been up to, girl. Oh, my goodness. Well, the biggest thing is I'm a new mom uh, via foster care. I got my beautiful, almost four-month daughter back in March. On March 14th, she came to me at 11 days old. And she's been rocking out with me since. And it has been a great journey. You might hear in the background, you might actually see on screen because I'm in full mommy mode and hopefully she lets me get through this <laughs> podcast. But if not, she'll make a special appearance. But so I've been mommying and that's been taking up a lot of my time. And then I'm writing and working and doing a lot of stuff, staying busy, staying busy. Just dropped a book. Yes. After what you see, The Stars of Love is my latest book that I dropped, a fictional novel, suspense, drama good stuff all the good stuff in there and i'm just i'm really excited still grinding with harry return motivational messages mm-hmm. doing all that that work still trying to put out consistent content on my youtube page so i've been busy and still working full time okay mm, i don't know right. where you get the energy girl but god bless you okay. <laughs> um no i don't even know how these things are getting done but they get done they do they do we just we make it happen. We tap into something. I think it's tapping into our brilliancy, but we tap into some space and make it happen. So fact, that is a fact. I hear little mama back there. We we love yeah. kids, so she do what she do. It's okay. She she, she ain't gonna... turned up yet. She's chilling <laughs> on her body pillows, so we are we're gonna keep rolling with it. God bless you. <laughs> oh, little mama. So I mean, there's some amazing things happening been happening for you the most amazing thing is that we are here okay yes. so yeah because yes. as we know a lot of people ain't make it so for us to be here it, it means a lot a lot a lot a lot so i wanted to just jump in right and introduce the topic so today we're talking about religion versus yes. spirituality and how did this come about so honestly this came about from a conversation sparked from one of my podcast episodes uh, that I have with my current partner. So yes, I'm not single, y'all. Right, she's taking. She's off the market. Okay. And <laughs> and it was an interesting conversation. But for me, I had so many responses to it, like mentally, emotionally. Like I I had so many responses that one was surprising to me. Because I've never viscerally reacted 
to someone questioning who I am spiritual, who I am and how I worship and you know, you know what I mean? And it wasn't done in a, let me rephrase that. It took me a while. It took me a little bit to realize it wasn't being done as an attack, but really to just learn more, to understand more, right? Because when you're dating, you ask questions, you figure things out. So, I mean, it took that and my therapist, but you know. Shout out to the therapist. Shout out to the good therapist. Girl, you know who you are. (laughs) Because I be needing her. Bad love to the therapist. Okay. For me to like take a step back and realize why I was having reactions and just her giving me real understanding about certain things, like making me understand things from a different perspective, the perspective that Mm -hmm. he may be coming from rather and it was helpful it definitely was needed but it just sparked and like immediately like I, I after I kind of was processing my thoughts and I think not and I'm thinking to myself oh I need to do a podcast episode like I'm like mm-hmm. who I'm gonna do this with yeah. <laughs> like it was automatic and I was like girl can you you can you? I'm here for <laughs> it I'm here to have the oh lord this and what a conversation we can have around I'm so glad you asked me to have this conversation I've had this conversation a few times with a few different people and lots of perspective. You know, people get real charged. Yes. When you talk about their faith and their beliefs and their and 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 what they've been taught and learned. But uh I'm down. I'm down to go there. And I can Let's only go. speak on on my experience and my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'll still so I'll preface by saying that, but like, oh yeah, this is a conversation. It's a conversation yeah. to have. And kudos. To you having it in a romantic space, because a lot of times people don't touch that, like you know, until 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 it becomes an issue because y'all yes. got kids now, yeah. And how you gonna raise the babies? That's when yes. they want to talk about it. So I'm glad that y'all are having healthy dialogue about it now. That's dope. So kudos that you're having that dialogue. Thanks I, for the th- for that. But let me tell you, when you having these conversations, you're like. <sighs> It's but a trigger. Yeah, it, oh, it is. But it's it is wonderful when you get on the other side of it to be like, oh, okay, like we did that, we, we figured it out, we have understanding now. But yeah, it, it is it is pretty tough, and we're gonna talk about this topic and how it relates to dating. But it's really not something that I've really given much thought until in my late, not mm-hmm. even I think until my thirties. To be honest with you, I honestly never really processed it in that way and and I think part of me was because when I was younger I ascribed to a religion and I think Mm -hmm. when those topics came up I had a sense of I don't know the word I want to use is security or protection because I can say oh I fall under this umbrella or I fall under this thing and now where the fact that I don't subscribe to any particular religion, I think now I feel like I have to be more, def- like, I feel like I'm more defensive. Like I got to defend. Mm, your positioning. Because my, right. Because you're right. on the spiritual side now. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. And, gotcha. I, and I mean, those who have, I mean, those who, this is not a surprise to anybody. And this is probably one of the reasons why some people turn away from religion is the fact that people who are religious tend to be, not everyone, but can be very judgmental. Oh yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. It, it makes you feel like, wait, you coming for me? You know what I mean? Like, and so I had to really process that on my own and really try to, you know, take some deep breaths just to answer the questions and try to give the understanding without feeling attacked. 
Absolutely. It's, like this is deep I'm, and, and and it's not missed on me that you got your god is dope shirt on i have actually have the same exact shirt in the same exact color oh really like, <laughs> we're sisters because you went for the lime green and i went for the lime green too is yes it yes um, I'm like i'm gonna put this one on today <laughs> and i want to start by saying that like god is dope okay i want to establish that i know and love and have reverence for the creator, for mm-hmm. God in her many forms. And I mm-hmm. refer to God as her, she, him, father, mother, mm-hmm. universe. I use interchangeable words when I refer to the creator at sort the source. But I know my creator as God. And mm-hmm. God is is dope, period. You know, mm-hmm. and so I'll lead with that. If if somebody asks me what I believe in, I believe in God. That said, there is a lot of man made things Mm -hmm. that people attach to god and god is not man god is is everything god is in man and god is in all of us but there are a lot of things that come with organized religion and i use the word organized Mm -hmm. intently that people get wrapped up in and and round up tight in because their identity is in that all they've ever known is what they've been told to believe. And so when people have their own individual awakening or their own individual pivot from a world of conditioning to a world open opening up of just trusting your spirit mm-hmm. and being spiritual, it's like, hold up, you are abandoning everything you've been told. Mm-hmm. And it, it get real heated. Some people yes. get real, real about this. Yes. Um, so I'm glad we can have an open dialogue. I, I know you, so I know that we have some alignment in, in our mm-hmm. thinking. And so there is some safety in us having this dialogue with each other. I'm excited to see what comments are generated. Me too. From Me this, too. like, I want to, I'm going to be checking the comment section. So y'all better make sure to drop your comments. because I, I really want to know what, what the streets say about this. Yes. I think religion is spirituality with control. Spirituality mm-hmm. plus, if I had to define religion. Mm-hmm. I could walk in a church and be moved and see rituals happening and see praise happening and see the spirit moving. But then there are also a lot of rigidness and oppression in this, in that church mm-hmm. that don't align with God, that doesn't align with my spirit, that doesn't make me feel loved and doesn't make me feel a part of a kingdom. And that's the control part of religion. And I'm a, I'm a history lover. And so mm-hmm. I've studied history. And yes. history has shown us that not only is religion a control mechanism, but it was also a tool to wage war on mm-hmm. bodies, mm-hmm. mostly black and brown bodies. So then as a black and brown body, I'm conflicted when I'm told to believe in a religion that I know has oppressed black and brown right. bodies. Correct. So it's so layered. It's so it goes, you know, we can go all over the place. And and that's the piece. It is so layered. But I think again, because a lot of us have been conditioned to think that it's simple. And it's not. It's really not simple, especially the fact that we are what's what's the word? Uh, there's so much intersectionality, right? Right. There's mm-hmm. so much so many layers to us oh, that yeah. we can't just say yes, no religion or no it's like 
I personally feel, and thank you for defining what religion is, because I'm definitely going to read the, I think I got the Miriam actually definition, but I feel that being like what you said, following religion is exactly that. I, I think you worded it perfectly. And I think being spiritual has nothing to do, let me rephrase that. Being spiritual can exist in or out of a church. Yes. Yes. Right. Or, or an organized or practice. organized practice religion, or right. I like to call it a belief system, because it technically right. is a system of beliefs. Yes, right? it is. Yes, and it is. and I think that some people have a difficulty when they hear someone say spiritual, they automatically think, oh, you're against the church, or you're you're no longer part of the church. Oh yeah. Or, right. So like, or something like it's a separate entity. But, but honestly, even deep. you you practice witchcraft. Okay. Use don't let, don't say you practice or, or that you you studied or you believe in indigenous you know religion or in, uh, in the, don't 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 even throw in the African part because oh, then right. it's oh, right oh, you know it's right. like there's time out here right let's know our history let's know a little bit more than what you've been told and fed because that was intentional and purposeful. Exactly. Right? So exactly. I, I think that there's always this when you when you say spiritual, the mind goes all the way left. But in the actuality, they should spirit can I feel this is my my thoughts that spirit is a soul entity, meaning it can exist in by itself. However, Absolutely. I think that religion should be composed of spirituality. You there you can be religious. Someone can be religious and not spiritual. Absolutely. Can you say that again? Because that was, that was, did y'all hear that message? I want to say amen, amen, period. <laughs> Somebody can be religious and, and, and not, not be spiritual. spiritual. There's okay. no spirit behind the religion. At all. They're following quote unquote rules, protocols, what Thank they think you. they're supposed to do, but they're not really invested in a whole body. Thank because you. that's what you're, that's what loving God is. That's what, right? Yes. Embodying God is. But they can say, I go to this church and I do these things. So therefore, no. Honey, they be in the in the first oh. pew. They no, be no, in the no, first no. pew. They be at Bible study. They can quote quote right. the Bible front, back, in between. But when they leave that or when they leave that space, That's what that so there's a I feel that there's a clear distinction between what oh, religion yeah. is and what spirituality is. And I definitely do think on both sides that people hear those words and they think different things for sure oh, yeah and attach a judgment to it mm -hmm. i mean it's sure. so it's so hard to have open dialogue about it because of how rooted people in, are in both sides mm -hmm. because i as as critical as i am of the oppressive nature of some religion i'm also equally critical of some spiritual practice that are oppressive, you know, but it's hard to have those conversations and for people to suspend judgment of either side mm -hmm. because they've been conditioned and they've been indoctrinated. It's like a group thinking. It's like real mindless flop. Mm. Like you don't have no mind behind why you follow what you do. You don't question why you do what Correct. you do. You just do it because your grandmama and your grandmama and grandma, grandma did it. Correct. But why do you do it? And there's that, no and that's, that's the personal. point that's made. Yes. There's no personalness. There's no spirit behind Correct. it. And, and I feel like conviction. The word I would use is conviction. Why are you convicted to do mm -hmm. what you're doing? Because you've been told to? Right. Or because, you, because it connects to your spirit? Or you're afraid to question or you're afraid mm. to look outside because i think yeah. a lot of religions are also rooted in guilt in fear. and in fear 
Oh yeah, because right. that's about control. Because that's the control. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. And I just remember growing up. I can't. I'll, I'll be lying to you if I tell you. I remember exactly where to find this. But or again, it could have been how you know. Because again, I was raised Catholic. How the priest kind of messaged it. But I just always remember hearing that you are to question. Right. Mm-hmm. You are to question religion, and you are to question God. Because in in honesty, because He knows. Right. The source knows you can question, but you will. And even you can even break away, but you will come back because that is how sure. Yeah. Right. Of his love. Correct. Correct. But so it was always baffled me when, you know, you would question or people or children have questions about this and that. Why are we doing this? And what? It always gets shut down. Or as you grow, you start to learn things. And yeah, you pull away and then your family is like, oh, my gosh, no. Now you a heathen. And now and it's like, but this is a good thing. This is, this is a good, you're supposed to, you're just like, you're not supposed to just automatically take in anything anyone is giving you. You should question those right. things, right? Right, because because the God I know gave us free will. Exactly. It's written in the word that you gave, you got, you were given free will to think. And so somebody who has free will should question, you know, before they follow. But it's, it's, a, it's a fear thing. Mm-hmm. It's a control thing. It definitely is. And for you to have, a leader in in the church tell you to question that that's radical because most leaders be like you don't question god mm-hmm. it's because yep. we said so and who is we because they said so because mm-hmm. king james version says so because we mm-hmm. can talk about that we can talk about how the bible itself was commissioned to be written Correct. the bible that most that the world right now follows mm-hmm. is a commissioned book as writers you're a writer i'm a writer mm-hmm. we understand the editing process we understand mm-hmm. things are added and removed. Correct. The Bible has been edited. Correct. And so people take it as as resound fact. And I'm like, yo, it's stamped right there. King James Version. Mm-hmm. Who is that, King James? And why right. does he have a version? A version. So that means there's an original. Correct. Right. Yeah. That the world follows. That that is the standard version mm-hmm. of this word that y'all rest upon. And it's like, if you don't even question that, like, again, I said, I'm, I'm a history lover. I question history. Mm-hmm. What happened to the versions before it? Before that, yeah. So and again, it, we ain't going to jump into that rabbit hole. But again, we know that it was, exactly, it was edited. And those who are in power controls history. So that's also Hello. something that people need to understand that you are going to be mindful of what you put out there to the masses because... We all know education is key. Reading, if you had literacy, that means you had power. So I can, if I control what people can read and ingest, therefore I can control what they think. So just keeping that in mind, right? However, I also on on the same on that same coin, I don't discount the messages and the lessons oh, in no. the Bible. Like I I can pick up a Bible, read a verse, and and it will hit my heart. It'll hit my spirit. I'm like wow. I understand that what was said here and what was needed here. I think it becomes something else when when the human aspect is thrown in there and then you are, you know, and then they, they take that to hurt, shame, or make other people feel less than. And that's the, that's where I'd be like, mm, that go. don't sit right with my soul. <laughs> right. That, ain't, that doesn't feel like God. That doesn't feel like Exactly. God. Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to get into it's the Merriam-Webster's definition Definition. of what religion is, what spirituality is, and then what spiritual is, because they kind of added the word spiritual. So I also wanted to define that piece. So for the definition of religion, 
It says, the definition of religion is the service and worship of God or the supernatural. It has quite a few definitions. I'm going to read a few of them. It says commitment or devotion to religious faith or observance. Mm -hmm. And it also reads a personal set or institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. Mm. Right? Mm. That one's probably the most comprehensive one, but okay. Yeah, man. They dropped that that I word, institutional. Okay. That's heavy. Okay, so very much so. So now let's read what spiritual says. So spiritual can be utilized as an adjective or as a noun. So I'm going to read both of those definitions. They're not too much off, but spiritual as an adjective is of relating to consistent of or affecting the spirit relating to consisting of or affecting the spirit right of or relating to sacred matters wow okay so spiritual as a noun reads things of a spiritual and i'm i struggle with this word ecclesiastical (laughs) or religious nature that's it okay it's 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 pretty simple right it's just to me hearing these definitions it's Okay, I can see how one fits into the other. Gotcha. And I, I personally, I mean, were those definitions that you were aware of or or did you actually know the actual definitions in your- Religion, yes. Spirituality, mm-hmm. I, I actually, crazy now that I think about it, I've never taken the time to like actively look up spirituality. So I can't say that I like could have verbatim said the definition of spirituality, mm-hmm. but religion, I have looked up in the past and knew the definition of but the the definitions are clear it makes sense it's like crystal clear spirituality is of the spirit anything related to the spirit spiritual spirituality of this of the spirit and it also reads here because i missed this one sensitivity or attachment to religious values Mm, okay right okay so there's some foundation to some type of religious aspects however it, it's mainly having to do with anything that is sacred spirit, spirit. right with what moves your spirit with exactly. what moves, like and 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 to me that makes sense like not to be i'm not going to be facetious but if if your spirit is moved by this i got a pringle can over here if mm-hmm. you have some deep connection to to colanders like like i don't know what it is that's just what moves your spirit you got or let me not be so to flowers every time you're in a field of flowers Mm. something resonates with you every time your feet is in the soil you are moved to emotion you feel a deep connection to the energy of the earth then that is where your spirituality blooms Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what to believe in and what you get from being in a garden in a field of flowers, but you get from it. You resonate. And it opens up your spiritual palette. Mm -hmm. That's what spirituality is for me. What what works for Tanisha's spirit may not work for Ayana's spirit. We Mm -hmm. might share some things, but what gets your your spiritual juices going is not going to be the same for me. And religion feels organized right and and i think that's exactly you just again you you said it perfectly and you kind of segued into another point is i think for me in my opinion religion is that it's like okay we believe we believe in this thing we put a stamp on it that means we all shall follow as a follow accordingly whereas i think spirituality is viewed more it's it's more in my opinion when it's not just tied to a religion, when it stands alone, it's more of a independent thinking, feeling, attachment, connection. 
that's for me that's how i see it to me it's a more personal journey it's more personalized whereas you know being in organized religion is essentially something that is more community validated if that makes sense. like that's how and I don't get me wrong i agree with you i agree with you there are organized spiritual practice because we can talk about yoruba faith yes Ifa. we can talk about organized spiritual practice right but True spirituality for me, like you just said, is an independent work. I always say this. I've said it so many times. There is not a man that can bring me to God. Meaning, I don't follow man to get to God. I know God already. Like, I know God for myself. From my own experience of God, I know God. So there's not a man on this man, woman, child, person. I, I say man, not in the literal sense of cisgender, but this human let me say Uh that human that can bring me to god that can say i i brought her to god right i i brought her to to faith i brought her to christ Uh and you know if we sit in the church that's a message bring people Uh to christ do the work go out there and hit the streets bring people to god i'm like nobody brings me to God because uh-huh. God is as close as the vein in my neck like uh-huh. God is here God right. is internal and so when I hear God speak to me I didn't have to go to nobody to hear Come God right. there was no middleman <laughs> right when I feel yeah. God moving in my life I didn't have to consult with nobody to say is this God I knew immediately it was God when God saved me uh-huh. time and time again uh-huh. I ain't had to go to nobody and ask them to confirm whether or not that was God stepping in. Okay. When, like, so it's to me, that's what spirituality is. Is when you have the when it when it resonates and you have the personal connection. Can you have spirituality in religion? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Can uh-huh. you have it outside of religion? Absolutely. But true spirituality is that personal one-on-one connection with what you believe in uh-huh. with what you believe a buddhist chance a yep. buddhist focuses their mind by chanting uh-huh. and meditating and, and there's power spirit. in the vocal vibrations right and like there's something to yeah connect yeah to, spirit, to connect uh-huh. to spirit you you said you grew up catholic first uh-huh. of all we we all recycle shit like people don't want to talk about that all religions borrow from each other they like, all exactly they don't want to talk about that. They are all from the same source. Okay? Yeah, they all stemmed from one main thing that broke off because it's a human thing to do. Oh, I don't like that piece. Right. I'm gonna do something different, right. and then 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 we have right. all these. Different, and, and, yeah, and don't get people to talk because if you want to get some real debates, you get like a Pentecostal and a Baptist, and mm. ooh, I don't. I'm not, I'm not even gonna call them out because I don't want nobody <laughs> coming for me. I don't want the I don't want the commenters <laughs> coming at. Me. Not calling nobody out, but. It all stems from the same place. And if we're uh-huh. going to be really real, because I'm, 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 I'm an educator at heart, it stems from, from Africa. Uh-huh. It stems from the cradle of civilization. Yep. And when I saw Africa removed out of religion, I couldn't relate to it. Right. And, and deeper effect. than that, you mentioned, you mentioned intersectionality. So deeper than that, I'm a woman. I'm a cis woman. Mm. I'm a black. When I saw womanhood, yeah. removed from religion and i saw women subjugated uh-huh. in religion women oppressed in religion women uh-huh. said religious leaders said women couldn't preach 
women couldn't have leadership roles in the church. Mm-hmm. Women had to walk three feet behind in certain religions. Women yeah. had to submit. When I saw that it was just a subjugation of, of a gender, mm-hmm. I was like, any religion that doesn't honor my divinity, because I know women to be divine. If you see a woman give birth, that's God. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you see the divinity of childbirth and of mothering, you understand what God is. The way Mm -hmm. God cares for us is the way a mother cares for a child, for an infant. Like we are infants to God and that's the way God cares for us. And so if you remove that from the religion, how can I follow that? Because you're removing me. I can't even relate. I can't find myself in Girl, And how can you bring me to God if you're erasing me? You preaching. Okay, because it's so much like it, it, it's so and it's honestly when these things come up or when you're having these conversations, it's also it's so much. And that's why it's so hard sometimes too to really verbalize. Part of me, though, feels that when someone says, oh, I'm of a religion and this is my thoughts, people go, OK, when you say I'm spiritual, that's when it's like, tell me more why why are you not part of a why you know what i mean and to me it's like i think both of them shouldn't be respected equally in the same way right in the the same same way way. i'm not going to question you if you say that you are of religion a b c or d right so if i if i just go boom you believe in something honestly at the end of the day i i that this is one my one thing i think believe in something that's greater than yourself there you go right right I agree. And I honestly, I encourage people to believe in themselves because we are gods. I, I, listen, that's my platform. Right. My platform is that we were made in this image and right. we are God. So if you, if you can't attach it to somebody else, you better believe that the God resides in you. And you right. better know that you are connected and, to source. And for some, I think the difficulty comes in understanding, uh, uh, believing in oneself and that we are of God because of our humanness, right? We do make mistakes. And I think people think that being perfect means that you are of God and that is not right and I and I disagree with that sense because I know in my journey I became closer to God when I was finding myself mm. right effing up if we're gonna tell the truth period. you was effing right. up period when you was making mistakes that's when God right. snatched your ass up and was like Hello, right on come up, baby. and this is why no one can tell me God isn't real just like how you feel by your experiences no one can tell me that God isn't real based off of those experiences but I also know that I found God outside of the church and so I and it took for certain life to hit me in a certain way for me it took me for it to have these human experiences mm. to understand the divinity that does live in me but i think for some people when you are so stuck in the human experiences it's hard to see the god in yourself so that's why i think it is important to want to think of and to believe in something bigger than yourself because in that way it's going to bring it back to you absolutely because at the it's end of the day cyclical. it's always full term. correct at the end of the day if you do believe in an organized religion it does say to honor and to love god or the source however what are what are the the, the lessons that they give you it always has to do with either you doing inner work oh yeah or and you doing work to aid others to right? aid others so I call it's it all jesus connected effect. i call it the jesus effect and and i I have, my friends have laughed at me because I was like, yo, if I were ever a preacher and you like came to my church, like my church would be wild crazy because I would talk about Jesus like he was a gang member. Like as if Jesus was a gang member from South Central. <laughs> like think about it. Because he was. Jesus had 12 dudes and some, and some bitches, excuse me, 
me. Can I curse? And some chicks. Yeah, you can and curse. Y'all can sex me and as I am. And he had Mary Magdalene. He had Mary Magdalene and all, all his chicks following behind him, going town to town, disrupting stuff, shaking tables. Exactly. Jesus was flipping tables and disrupting shit. And, and then he was like, I have faith. I have faith. I don't understand why I'm called to be the son of God, but I have faith that this is what I'm supposed to do. I will not question source. Correct. I will, I will be obedient to my assignment, even if my assignment ends in my demise. Yes. And I say that nobody was, because you know, they talk about Jesus, like Jesus is perfect. And I say, remember though, Remember when mm-hmm. Jesus was strung up on the cross at the very end? Jesus cried out, and what did he say? Father, why did you forsake, forsake said, me? That, yep. And I said, and that right there in the Bible was showing you Jesus' humanity, mm-hmm. him being human. Because mm-hmm. he was the son of God, but he was also man. Correct. And yep. at the very end, he was like, yo, why you, why, why me? Wow, like, why me though. Like, <laughs> this is messed up. Like, I, know I you did said, everything you like, said, said though. Right, I know you said everything be all right. I'm or whatever but this is kind of fucked up jesus like god like why i gotta die and right. that was the human in jesus so that's why mm-hmm. i say the jesus effect like he did everything he did yeah. everything he was supposed to do he did everything that he was born to do and mm-hmm. follow the path with obedience and faith and still at the very end question god yeah question why it was him that had to to be the sacrifice and then hung his head and died and still was granted the promise of his life and came back three days later. Uh-huh. And that, that is, that's how God works. Right. And so, cause God knew he was going to, God know his child. God knew that Jesus was going to question him right then and there. Exactly. And exactly. God was like, listen, bro, I done told you already, this is what we got to do now. I done told you we got to save salvation and stuff. Like, you know, mm-hmm. agree to this now. Don't get, don't get cute. Cause that's how parents talk to their kids. You go in the store. I don't put you on earth and you get right, cute. <laughs> right. If, you know, if you're a black, if you listen, a black folks, I'm going to talk to black folks right now. Our white folks out there, your parents may not have ever had this conversation with you, but black folks, when your mama was about to take you somewhere, she'd have that conversation before she'd take you somewhere. Now, when we get in here, don't act cute. Ask for nothing. I'm about to take you in this store. Don't show your back. Don't act cute. So that was God. God was like, don't act cute now because you're on the cross because I done told you you coming back. Stop fronting like I ain't tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> yep. And so we people people want to subscribe to this notion of perfection. And God mm. never asks us to be perfect. Correct. God asks us to be faithful. Yep. God asks us to be faithful and to embody mm-hmm. loving other people. His principle, to yeah. embody a spirit of love. That's that it. is what was asked of us. If you look yeah. in the Bible, that's all it talks about. Honor thy neighbor. Honor thy parents. Honor the kids. Honor everybody mm-hmm. else around you. Give a bread. Give mm-hmm. a loaf. Give to the poor. Give from a caring heart. And you will be blessed. Honor me. Have faith in me. Come to me. Turn mm-hmm. to me. I got you. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I got you. Mm-hmm. Stop looking out for everybody else. I got you. That is what God is asking of us. And that requires a personal connection yes you can't have faith in something that you're not personally connected to exactly because at every turn you're going to find a reason to walk away yep but yep. if you're personally invested not invested through another entity or person you can sit down have those conversations you can sit down and just have a different understanding as to why things are happening in the way that they're happening and not 
be so quick to turn your back away if for whatever reason that middle connection is ruptured. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I Absolutely. think that's the piece of it that I think is, is sometimes hard to grasp. Like you can be religious and be spiritual. And I think that you need to be spiritual and religious for you to get the full experience. If you I are, agree. if you ascribe to organized religion, like a spirituality is not a separate thing. And I think that's how sometimes it's like, Oh no, that that's, a, that's a, that's a, that. But then if you think about it, many organized religions believe in the Holy spirit, the word spirit, Absolutely. spirit is right. It's right there. Like, <laughs> For yeah, and they just have Spirit. different names for it. There you go. They just have different names for Allah, Jesus, God. It's different names for the same experience. Uh-huh. And I think it's deep that you said. I still, I mean, this, I'm telling you, this is put this in the description of this video. Like, there are people who are in religion but don't have the spirit because we see it all the time. Something happens in the church. And they turn away from the church, but not only do they turn away from the church, they turn away from God. Yep. All of the practices that they had, all of the things that they did that they said connected them with God, they don't even do that anymore. Yep. They stop praying, they stop talking to God, they stop, they stop having co- a community with God mm-hmm. because something happened with man. And yep. that is why I say no man can lead me to God, which means no man can take God away from me. Mm-hmm. I can go into a church and put my faith in the preacher and what the preacher is telling yep. me. And then when the preacher ends up being human mm-hmm. and falling short of God. Yep. And the pedestal that I put the preacher on, I lose all of my religion. Not my spirituality, my religion. But right. I don't have any spirituality in the religion. Exactly. And now I don't know how to talk to God because I don't have pastor so-and-so. I don't know how to talk to God because I don't have grandma so-and-so who used to tell me how to pray. Right. I don't know how to sit with God because I don't have my elders in the church because they done turned away from me because I also, I have a lifestyle that they don't agree with. Mm-hmm, there is, mm-hmm. there should never be a place that you can't find yourself in. And they telling you, this is the way that you should be. This is the way that you should believe. If you walk into the church and it does not honor your full self, mm. then it might not be for you. If you have to hide parts of yourself to be in that community, yep. that ain't your space. Yeah. Because yeah. your spirit isn't in it. If I can't be black, fat, gay, queer, smoke weed, and still talk to God in this space, it ain't for me. Because mm-hmm. all of those things are of me. Mm-hmm. And so And God I, created you exactly and as God you are. Created me and didn't make no mistakes, honey. Didn't make no mistakes. Because God mm-hmm. don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so we get into these conditionings and it's deeply rooted again i think in control it has mm-hmm. nothing to do, it's not even of god it's not even of god these conditioning that people who follow certain religion have and it's all about our origin story it's all about who beat it into us who browbeat it who force fed it to us i and i want to i, I want to pose a question because i think it, it it'll add some context to the conversation is what is your origin story with religion? I'll share my origin. Yes, story. girl, um, it's perfect. You just segue right into it, the next it, thing. Go like, on, girl. Like, for for me, I don't know what to label. I don't know if it's progressive or not. My parents did not raise us religiously. Mm-hmm. My parents were raised religiously. My mother went to Catholic school all the way to high school. 
My grandmother was Catholic. My father is from North Carolina. They Baptist. My grandmother on my father's side went to church all three services every Sunday, <laughs> Bible study. And they were very big on uh-huh. Southern Baptist Church. And so I don't know what happened in my parents' life <laughs> for them to decide that right. religion just was not an important thing for them to do with their children. But we were not indoctrinated into church. We were that typical progressive family that went to church on Easter and Christmas mm-hmm. and maybe New Year's. And and I don't even know if we did that. Now, yes, I was baptized. Yes, I had a christening. Mm-hmm. My brothers were baptized, had Christian, but we really didn't do church in my house. We didn't. And yeah, we had to say grace. And my, mo- my mother would say the, the Catholic prayer. Yeah. My grandmother went to church every Sunday, Catholic church. And she had her rosary, but but it wasn't indoctrinated on us. Like we didn't, we weren't told this is what you have to do. Uh-huh. And so I kind of grew up with the freedom of not being not it not being beaten into me. And I think it was maybe maybe because my mama was working hard and she had time to go to church. I was like, I don't know what it is. I've never even asked my mother why they didn't make religion uh-huh. big of it. Honestly, this is why I also wanted you on the podcast because I know this. I know your religious story. And to me, I would never personally have guessed that. Like, you weren't raised religiously. That there was no real... (laughs) Absolutely. And I think this is perfect to show that... To to show the, the contrast or the fact that spirituality really can stand alone has nothing to do with religion. Absolutely. You knowing God had nothing to do with the institution of a church right or nothing or i don't have a church home i don't have a pastor that counsels me i am i don't go to church on sundays i pray every day i talk mm-hmm. to god every day i talk about god every day i talk about the goodness of god mm-hmm. i i know the bible i i know i can quote 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 scriptures like other people can quote scriptures i mm-hmm. go to scripture when i need to be filled when i need the, the bread of god i'll go to the word but I have ne- I've never had a church home. My my experience in church actually was the Girl Scouts. Like I went to Girl Scouts at church, mm-hmm. and they didn't even do church in the Girl Scouts. It was just in a church. So like I did not have a connection to church and to religion. Mm-hmm. I love to sing, so my mother put me in a choir when I was younger. But then I didn't stick with that. Like I didn't stick to going to church. It was like I wanted to go to sing. The music moved me, mm-hmm. and it, and I was never forced to do anything. So in my family, I have a grandmother who was Catholic, a mother who was raised Catholic, and now she don't, she don't, she's like, I don't, I just don't do religion. Like, I, she, that's in, I don't do religion. And my brother became Muslim because his father was from Senegal, West Africa. So that, that's what he connected to because okay. his family is Islamic. So he became Muslim when he okay. decided when he was grown. And my other brother is Catholic and I, and and honestly, we don't even have, like my family, we don't even talk about religion in my family. So I don't even know how Catholic my other brother is, but he, he calls himself Catholic. But I know and love God. And I think anybody who knows me knows that I know and love God. And it's because of my personal relationship with God. Because when I was in the hospital at 30 and I was close to death, mm-hmm. I heard God talk to me and tell me I'm doing this for a reason. Like you're going to come on back to me. Like, nobody can tell me about that experience. It's because I have had spiritual experiences where I have felt the presence Mm. of God in Mm -hmm. my life. And it was never in a church. 
it was never under the direction of a church leader mm-hmm. or a bishop or a pastor. Mm-hmm. It was always one-on-one, me and God and God alone. And so I think that that people knowing my origin story helps them now understand why I say right. I'm, I'm spiritual and not religious because I was not conditioned to be religious. Right. right. I never had to be. And so I, I got the freedom to question everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, at one point, I was like a, se- a seventh grade Buddhist because they were teaching about Buddhism. And I was like, I'm going to be a Buddhist. And my mother was like, all right, Namyo, Horinke, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it was just like they let me just do my thing and mm-hmm. didn't indoctrinate me into a religion. I'm going to come back to how you were raised and kind of tie that into the future but I'll come back to that but to share my story it's complete opposite of yours I was born Catholic you know what I mean there was no choice (laughs) I was born I was baptized I did first communion I did confirmation I taught Sunday school I went to church every Sunday unless something crazy happened you know what I mean it rained sleet snow I was dressed up to the nines barely allowed to wear pants when I was going to church even though I was the biggest tomboy and I hated it they, my mother didn't want she encouraged put them stockings on put them put them dresses on and it was what I knew right like it was what my household was and so we did right. go to church oddly enough my mother would make us go to church but she didn't, didn't often attend with us which was weird mm. but she you know, praise. That's something I didn't know that she did. She did pray. She would burn candles and, you know, and she would listen, you know, like listen to to, some religious things. So, Mm -hmm. but my grandma, she was devout, rosaries, all that, like all the time in church and always instilled that and made sure that we went. So the, the interesting about my family is literally half of my family is Catholic and the other half is Protestant. Mm. So growing up, there was kind of like, like a, oh, you know, they're this, or, oh, you know, there's that, which I always thought was so weird. Cause even as a child, I'm like, but y'all both believe in God. <laughs> Don't that sound like some gang stuff? Don't that sound like some gang stuff? Right? I ain't All even right. gonna go into things that was said cause I love my family. So I'm gonna listen to this. So right. I ain't gonna say some of the things that was said about being this or being that. So I just remember, I used to spend my summers in Florida and of course, you know, down style family, they were Protestant, yeah. right? They, listen, they was in church. I was in church on Wednesday. I was in church all day Sunday. And I just remember my mother telling me like, you in their house, so you gonna do what they do, but. But that's not you, right. right. <laughs> just know what it is. Right, and, and, but, but don't they love and know the same God? Like, that's crazy. And that's what I used to say. And I used to feel and think, and there was even a point where she would be like, oh no, there's this aunt that is Catholic. So try to go to church with her, you know? And I didn't live with her. So like, I'm over here navigating, trying to get to church with this lady. It was just so crazy to me. I was like, but I don't want to do all that. Like they going to church, I'm gonna go to church with them. <laughs> and then right. just call it a day. Cause in my head, I really felt they believe in God. Like that was always the thing for me. They just do things different to me. Yeah, it was strange. Cause I wasn't used to it, but they all believed in God. Now, as I got older, and that was always something with my, with my siblings and I, is the fact that, again, we're big on history too. I just always remember, we love watching Discovery Channel. We love watching the and, History Channel. And so, you know, there was always documentaries, always touching and talking about things. And I just always remember when it, 
seeing things about religion and it just resonating and it's just hitting. But again, I went to church every Sunday and I didn't really question a lot. I feel like I had a, maybe a rupture, you know, life became hard. You become a teenager, you stressed out, you know, and you praying things and things ain't happening. <laughs> and you're like, life is going left and you're not understanding, but like, I go to church. You know what I mean? I pray, I do all these things and then life is not happening and think, and then, um, I grew up in a particular church. The, the priest ended up passing away. And you know how death tends to make you go, you know? Right. And I found that by that point, I was a young adult. I had just started college and I took a theology class. So mind you, I've been, you know, listening, uh, watching these uh, documentaries and things on religion. And so now and understanding the, the connection of uh, slavery and how religion was used. Mm -hmm. Now I'm taking a theology class and I just was like, I wasn't wrong all these religions are technically the same. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. they're technically the same. And I'm like, the common theme in every religion is love. Hello. Is love. Because that's the true religion. Right. And true foundation. It, and then so after like that, I was like, okay, I'm not, I don't think it was a, a purpose purposeful choice but I just kind of was like mm, I'm going to still follow religion at this point I didn't break for religion I said I'm gonna follow religion but I don't think maybe it's not Catholicism you know I was like okay let me try something else <laughs> so I would literally go to different churches to experience what other people are experiencing experience right because yes. you realize the, the love in it that you can get right. there and, and it's just like it's like if you go to somebody's house and they use adobo mm. and you go to somebody else's house and they use a curry yeah. but they both cook in some chicken like it's still a bird it's still yeah. with chicken it's gonna have a little bit of sprinkling of a different flavor on it right but the point the, the substance of it is still the same. Yeah. The substance of all things connected to religion and, and spirituality is yep. faith and love. love. It's mm -hmm. faith and love. Like yep. you can go to any organized set of religion and they are going to talk to you about loving one another and about having faith in the source. At the core, that's, that's always it. what it is. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it. About some connection to some mm -hmm. something of bigger than you and having love for each other and having faith in that thing that you're connected to. I don't that's care it. what religion you dig into. That's going that's going to be the root when you when you peel back all that extra shit. Mm -hmm. And the extra shit is the stuff man attaches to it. Yes. That's the stuff man attaches to. Yep. Because somebody over here said you gotta pray five times a day, you gotta pray to the east that's the way you're mm -hmm, supposed to do it god mm -hmm. ain't gonna recognize you unless you do that and then somebody over here said well you can't eat those foods and you gotta wear this certain outfit and women gotta do this mm -hmm. and that's the way god is gonna honor you that's right shit. That's right and those are cultural applications and that thank people you. also don't understand like thank you just like how you can we can all me and you could be in the meeting we're gonna train it together we leave we both heard the same thing yep and yep. we left we leave the training and we apply it completely different absolutely or, it, or better than that not even both heard the same thing one thing was said and we both heard two different messages correct 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 and it's it's i find that that's kind of how it, it, i'm able to make sense of religion right it's like god love yourself love others honor god and then 
different people because religions, believe it or not, were start by people. They were start by, if people really understand the history of certain religions, there's individual people that are considered founders <laughs> of certain religions. Not everyone doesn't know that though. So that person was actually raised under something else and they're like, mm, I heard that. But this is I'll right. buy it like this. I'm gonna tweak a little bit. I'm gonna add a little oh. bit of different flavor. Correct. And yeah. I, and and but at the base of it is love. However, there were cultural things depending on what side of the world they were on, right? Absolutely. Depending on, on on the times, different things were pulled in to make it make sense to the people of those times. Absolutely. And that is and that is why it will always be a battle of free will because culture is connected mm-hmm. in it. That is why it'll always have its limitations. Yep. When I say it, I'm talking about religion because mm-hmm. culture and man is attached to it. Mm-hmm. And that is, it'll always be a source of debate. It will always be so charged because it is directly connected to way of life. Right. Religion is a way of living. Right. It's a way of living that gives you conviction. Mm-hmm. If you talk to somebody who's Rastafari, okay, mm-hmm. who's Rastafarian, they have convictions. In the same way, if you talk to somebody who's a Jew, they mm-hmm. have convictions. Mm-hmm. In the same way, if you talk to somebody who follows Islam and is Muslim, mm-hmm. they have convictions. In the same way that somebody who's Catholic, it's a way of life with a set of rules that convicts you to a belief and connects you to a people. Mm-hmm. That's what religion is at at its at its core. What it becomes is much deeper and much messier because also at man's core is the innate desire to control. Everybody wants to be the person yep. to be better than better mm-hmm. than to control and and to dominate. Bigger than control dominance. And so then we have a 200 year war called the Crusades where the Catholic yep. church and it's Islamic faith mm. were literally fighting for 200 years for dominance. Mm. We have that same dominant struggle in Israel and Palestine right now. People don't want to call it that. Mm. They don't want to call it religious genocide, but we're going to be honest, mm-hmm. be honest about it. You understand what I'm saying? It's so it's, when that gets into it, when religion becomes bastardized with man's desire to dominate, mm-hmm. is when we get situations and these judgments of people and don't go to their house because their house don't practice like mm-hmm. we practice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when you lose sight of God and that's when you lose sight of love. And that's when spirituality is not in it. Yes. Because I can go into music. I think music is spiritual. You can go anywhere in the world. They don't even have to speak English and you can play a song that resonates with them and they are moved. They are uh-huh. moved by the emotion. They don't know what the song is saying. I can listen to a song that is not in a native tongue of mine uh-huh. and be moved in my spirit because the music resonates right. with me. So that's what spirituality is. I can sit in a Catholic church and something in that space can yeah. resonate in my spirit. Then I can go and chant and meditate and something in that resonates in my spirit. Uh Then I can go and light the spliff (laughs) 
and and talk about Exodus with with somebody who is Rastafari, Mm -hmm. and something can resonate in my spirit there. Mm-hmm. that's spirituality is that it rings true in your spirit and then I can go and go to a ritual for Aoife and right. have them honoring ancestors and that absolutely resonates in my spirit yeah. so that's I think that's the beef I think the beef is when we take the spirit out of it and it's just made a man then right. it becomes religious sometimes then, that's some, that, then it becomes a controlling religion right dominance it becomes like like i want to dominate you and you gotta follow this and you can't if you if you even think about going to another church like you can't f with us Mm -hmm. how is that of god God, how is that of god girl and and you have mentioned that earlier you had said you know when people say they're a certain religion it's the the natural response is like okay but then when people say i'm spiritual it's like well why Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that for people who say that they're a certain religion. Ask them why. Why mm-hmm. are you Catholic? Mm-hmm. You could have been anything in the world and you decided to be Catholic. Why? I'm curious. Why? Right. And most of the time they're going to say, oh, well, I was raised Catholic. And exactly. Exactly. Yep. It's so true. It's true. So, like, what is your personal connection to being Catholic? Not to mm-hmm. God. Right. But to being Catholic. What's your personal connection to Catholicism? That actually is a great question. Cause I can, if you would ask me that when I was practicing Catholicism, cause I was religious when I was younger. I was a religious child. I was a religious young adult. I was not spiritual. So right. it wasn't difficult for me when life got hard to be like, uh, let me step back. Or, uh. But I also thought, no, I also think, of course now in, in hindsight, I also know that it was part of my journey to finding God that I needed those moments and to question and be religious because in those years, it got me through those years. Religion helped me get through those of years. Course. But I, it also pushed me away in a sense so that I can find myself. Tune into part two on the next episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Rate us and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and YouTube. Share your favorite episode and like us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, want to be a guest, or have show ideas, contact us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. That's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com or direct messages on Instagram or Facebook.